Credit Brews with Matt, Dave, and John. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And I'm John. And on today's episode, we are going to be talking about just uh, the current state of movies. So we're not really like reviewing anything. We're just kind of talking about, you know, everything going on with stuff being shut down and what that means for, for movie theaters and movies and kind of what we've been watching during this time and and, you know, just some of our thoughts on what we, we want to see with movie theaters moving forward and, you know, what, what steps we feel like they're probably going to take. Yeah, we were at the, the table read getting ready for our episode today, and we mm-hmm. were really just trying to think of something to review, and we really couldn't think of anything. Yeah, it's, yeah. It was kind of depressing, too, and then we kind of just started thinking, like, what's going to happen to go into the movies? What's it going to look like? Uh, and and I think to to kind of say something, too, I think... Everyone here, both, you know, me, Dave, and John all kind of realize there's a lot more important things than just, like, worrying about movies at this time. Exactly, Um, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, that is something that we really kind of enjoyed and really, really liked. It was a big part of our lives, like, going to the movies. Not like we were there all the time, but, like, it was a huge hobby for us. Yeah, yeah. And I think probably more than anything, it's something you kind of take for granted. Because you could just go whenever you wanted on a weekday, but then now... Mm -hmm. When you're not able to go, and when you take something away, it's, you kind of don't realize how much like you miss it or how much you appreciated it. Yeah. And I think yeah. like the whole like the quarantine itself is making the movie theater more of an appreciation for people. And I know for me it's because, for one, it was a reason to get out of the house. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was something to do. Yeah, and I always brought up, um, or I, I did bring up when we reviewed The King of Staten Island, like, it, it was one thing to watch that movie when we were, you know, at home, you're sitting on your couch, and there were a lot of parts in that movie, I brought it up on the podcast, where it was like, like, this is the kind of movie you want to see with the crowd, when you get those reactions, people laughing, or if you're seeing, like, a movie like The Dark Knight, you want to see it with the crowd, and kind of just be, you know, really, you know, drawn to the movie with people. Well, even just, like, the, the premiere aspect of of watching something like for everything everyone's watching it for the first time mm-hmm. and you know I mean, we didn't i mean i always went to the movies and i did the whole spectacle you know you drove there and mm-hmm. you paid for the ridiculous amount of money for the ticket and the food and yeah you saw on the big screen the nice comfy chairs like you mm-hmm. did a production out of it but also like that was the only one only time i actually like saw a lot of these movies yeah i always went to the theater on like special occasions yeah yeah it was something special to do but I think one of the other things too is like it was it was also like an escape kind of like when you were kind of watching a movie you weren't worrying about everything else that was going on you know anything that might be like stressful outside of it and you were just kind of like focused for those two hours on like what was going. Yeah, I was watching know. a movie the other day and I had to keep leaving and like rotate the laundry. You You're know, distracted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know I, I think is is something to say, but I'm trying to think too with. With everything and like that going on, like what was the last movie? The last movie we saw in theaters was The Way Back. I don't know what was the last movie you saw, John. Um, like right before everything happened, I kind of had a feeling movie theaters were going to close. So like right as it happened, I the one night I saw Onward, and then the next day I saw The Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. So like the last movie I saw in theaters was The Invisible Man. Yeah, but. that's not a bad movie to see for your no, last one. No, they were both good like experiences. And granted, the theaters were really empty when I saw them, but mm-hmm. like no, The Invisible Man, I liked that movie a lot, and it, yeah. was, it was a good thing to see in theaters. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and I'm trying to think like even just when we look back at some of our older episodes, like the way back, like that was the last movie we actually physically saw in theaters. We reviewed it too, but to jump into like, you know, onward, you know, John, you saw that in theaters, but like Dave, me and you watched that on Disney plus, right? We did. And we reviewed it. Um, I actually watched it on my phone. 
because that, my iPad is so outdated that yeah. I can't download the Disney Plus app. Wouldn't let you. And I didn't have a smart TV at the time, so I had to watch it on my iPhone. Yeah, yeah. All right, you know, you got to yeah, do what you got to do, do for the podcast, do. you know? Yeah. But, uh, you know, and even like King of Staten Island, like we, we rented that and we watched it at home. We didn't see it in theaters. So it's interesting. We're going to kind of get into that a little more in this episode. It's just like these movies, like what we think might start dropping on some of these streamers rather than going to theaters. And what the whole like premiere aspect of, of things, mm. like what's going to be the, the new premiere? Is it going to be just like how Netflix drops a whole season of Stranger Things mm-hmm. on a Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it going to be something else? Like I have a couple ideas in mind that I think might mm-hmm. what might be happening, but yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be talking about that. Yeah, yeah. And even though we're not reviewing a movie, like we are still post credit brews, we are reviewing a beer today. Yep. Uh, Matt, what's on tap today? So today on tap, we have another beer from Cape May Brewing Company. We really like them a lot. <laughs> it kind of fits in with the uh, the, the brews of, the brews of summer that we're going for. Summer, absolutely. So we got Cape May Brewing Company, so double IPA, coastal evacuation. Kind of fits the, the mold with that hurricane that just rolled through. Really bad, yeah. Did you see so, all that damage yeah. around here? Yeah. It's crazy. It seemed like it was really bad in, in, in Bucks County. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I saw like pictures of like cars being flipped over and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's crazy. Did you guys lose power at all? Uh, we didn't. I didn't lose power. No. It like no. flickered yeah. and maybe it was off for like four minutes tops. but mm-hmm. Yeah, it flickered for us too. Yeah. Yeah, I it was that was messy, <laughs> but it's a very very timely beer, Dave. It was a good good choice for today. Thank you. I mean, yeah. fifteen minutes before we started like getting the equipment out, that's like you know we, we I forgot a beer, damn it. So yeah, ran out, this saw that. It was between this and Stone Cold Steve Austin's beer. That's not from Pennsylvania, but like that'd be another one that we should we could review down the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It was it was like two skulls like IPA or something like that. If we ever do like a. You know, a WWE review. We'll do that one. They're calling for it. They want us to do a WWE review. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but let's, let's get it going. The post-credit beer crack, as always. Gentlemen, cheers. Wake up while it's cold, ladies. So let's let's just jump into it. So we, you know, jump back earlier this year, early March. You know, everything was kind of starting to shut down. You know, the virus you know, COVID was really kind of, you know, really becoming a presence. And obviously, like I said, stuff was shutting down. Places with large, large gatherings, people and enclosed places. You know, movie theaters is really kind of like a prime example of, like, not a great place for people to congregate, you know, a place for this virus to spread. Of course, yeah. Um, and then, like, Germs like saying, and everything. Yeah, movie theater, theater shut down. And, you know, I didn't think it was going to be as long-term as it has been. I thought maybe it would have been like a couple weeks and then they would have opened again. But, you know, obviously this is something that's that's continued. And um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we've really kind of just seen so many things with, uh, you know, Tenet. I feel like every week we're getting a new release date for Tenet. And I don't know, John, you're usually pretty good with this, but I feel like that's like completely off the release date radar for, for the U.S. at least, right? No, you know, I think it actually is coming out September 3rd. Really? Because I think they're current. Okay. I think they pulled it for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And then they took it right back to mm-hmm. September 3rd, which I'm sure we'll get into it in a little bit. But I think that's really interesting because I think that's a Thursday. And the Friday, September 4th, uh, is when Disney Plus is putting out Mulan. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, yeah. And I think we talked about it a couple episodes ago. But I think Trolls was really like the, the movie that kind of like... Yeah. St- 
started like this new like fan way of like releasing movies and and getting getting this kind yeah. of new norm settling into place and everything like that. That that movie made crazy money for Universal. Yeah. And I I, I didn't realize until like I started reading more about that like how much the the box offices depend on on movies like how movies depend on the box office mm-hmm. to for the their draw and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, to bring in bring in people. I guess to I guess just to break at least break even with yeah all the production costs and stuff like that yeah and i mean that even caused like a i mean i think they've amended now i mean everything's changing so quickly but like yeah like back when that released they made the announcement it was going to release on vod you know then it just became this whole thing where like movie theaters amc in particular i'm thinking just said like all right we're not going to show your movies anymore which is crazy to think because like you think of universal like that's you know you have the fast and furious franchise you have the jurassic park franchise with them so for like a big movie theater chain to just say like we're not going to play your movies is just, I mean that that's crazy. Whereas now it's like I, I think they cut a deal where like the movie plays for seventeen days and then people can can watch it from home. I think. Yeah, I think is that's that their latest like agreement. Like, I think because yeah. they I think with trolls they were saying that this movie's going to come out on on demand and it's also going to be in theaters. But it was like the middle of April. That was, like, right in the thick of this. Like, no theaters were open. So yeah. I, th- I think AMC got really pissed off with that. And mm-hmm. you're right. I think they in the time they have amended, and now I've seen the 17-day thing, I think, is yeah. the current agreement. Yeah, and, and I think it's kind of, like, I think something like an animated movie or, like, a rom-com, I think I can see doing that strategy. But, you know, I think it's telling that something like, you know, Fast, the new Fast and Furious movie that was supposed to come out this year isn't going to like vod but they're waiting for it to be able to premiere in a theater and i think even like something like trolls i don't like i think that made enough money to turn like a really good profit for them but i think even if it did release in theaters it would have made a lot more money than it just did on vod but probably i mean it's kind of telling for if they're gonna wait that's kind of telling it's like mm -hmm. are they that like self-conscious about like their viewership of that movie that they're gonna are they they, they're dependent on people going out and seeing it or I I just think it's such a big franchise. That's like an action movie. So so like I was saying with like something as small as like a rom-com or, you know, an animated movie, like you can see like families watching that at home versus like a big action th- like it, I always relate it to like let's say like all this stuff happened a year before. Like I would have wanted to wait to watch Endgame in a theater than like watch it at home, you know. I think the the time of the year plays a big part in it too mm-hmm. because now that it's like the summertime, a lot of people are down the shore. A lot of yeah. people are outside now mm-hmm. with the nice weather, and no one's really watching things anymore. Yeah, you think? I think if this virus is still going to be a thing, and it looks like it might be here for at least another year or so, mm-hmm. like the fall and the winter would be prime times to have your like I guess premiere to stream kind of mm-hmm. kind of deals, kind of things. Yeah, and I mean I think we brought it up a little bit, but you know we can make this a really good talking point now is uh you know the news with like disney with mulan this week and i don't think i know this i'm trying to think of the specifics with it but it's like so it's going to premiere on disney plus but you have to pay for it and i think i read like you pay like 30 bucks for it and like for as long as you have disney plus like it's going to be on there so it's pretty much like you're buying the movie mm-hmm. i think i have that correct I, I think it's like basically the video i watched that was like explaining it was like you like unlock mulan so like mm-hmm. i think it's going to be one of those things where like they advertise it on your account yeah. but until you pay that additional 30 bucks to mm-hmm. see it yeah you won't get it until it's however released. few months yeah however couple months like disney will probably wait five six months to put it on there for everyone yeah 
which that was kind of a movie that I thought would have been kind of cool to see in theaters. So yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't really know. And I think thirty dollars for, I mean, I think for a family of six, that's a great price. Mm-hmm. But for you know someone that just shares an account with two, three people, yeah. I don't know. I'm still kind of bitter that they're not gonna have the dragon in it. Yeah, yeah. I guess they're referring to the historical story of Mulan, which yeah, I, which is a, a mm-hmm. very intriguing like path that they're gonna take. I I think it's. You know, I don't want to see them do, like, the whole, like, Lion King thing. Oh, it's literally a like shot, shot for shot, shot remake, yeah. I think this is actually going to be, like, a pretty, like, yeah. Not the same as the animated movie, but um, I don't think they could, could have paid the salary Eddie Murphy was asking for. So. I, I, I think he's still in it. <laughs> so I think he like voices a, a horse in it. Yeah, it's like yeah. a really horse. And then I think he has, like, a live-action cameo and, like, a post-credits uh, tease. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd be a jackass if he just went and performed as a... As a horse or something like that. Yeah, I think they're setting up like a Disney Plus show for him or something. Is Harvey Firestein in this one too? <laughs> he might be. <laughs> he's in the movie, I'm pretty sure. Is he? Uh, <laughs> I think he's one of those, like, one of her, like, friends. Like, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. But to, to kind of go back to the specifics of, like, payments and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Like, for a family of six, like, that's a great price. If you're you're a couple... You know, that kind of, like, evens out pretty much. Like, 15, about 15 bucks a ticket Yeah, is, mm-hmm. is what it is. Or if you get a group of friends, just split it, like, four or five, six ways. But, again, like, I don't think this is necessarily a very cost-effective way for... Um, I'm just going to spitball, like, Murray. Like, Murray is just going to buy this himself, you know? What has Murray so been doing? Paying Have you heard bucks. from him? I, I haven't heard from when him. When I was coming in, I heard him outside. I think he's, like... He was. It sounded like he was really angry on the phone with Disney. Except like he was. He was talking with someone from Disney. I think like he'd already had like pre-ordered this on like Amazon for like a 4K release, mm-hmm. and I think they were saying they don't know how they're going to go about. Like it might not be released for another like two years. He seemed like really livid about yeah. it. Oh, so he's he's back then. He's back because yeah. the, you said he has he hasn't been around. You you haven't even seen him. I haven't seen him in a while. Jeez, I wonder how he's doing. Last time I heard, he got zumped, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's been in a couple, like, relationships online since all this started. Ah, uh, he moved to online dating? Yeah. Online dating sucks. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I've tried a couple. Oh, I've, I've tried it. It's, it's so awkward. Yeah. It really is. I don't know. What apps do you guys think Murray uses? Plenty of fish, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What's that one that they advertise on Instagram all the time? Um, Hinge. Shipped? Shipped. Sh- oh, shipped. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah. I always see advertisers for that. Mm-hmm. Maybe he goes on Bumble. I don't know. Whatever he's trying to do, it's not working. I, th- I think Murray's uh, is above Tinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, Bumble it, might be a little too classy for him. Though. If you ever find Murray on Tinder, you gotta like, you gotta like have intervention from him or something like that. Does he do Hinge? I don't know if he's hinged or not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how Murray would feel about the. The, the female like the counterpart initiating the conversation i don't think mark plays that one so maybe he doesn't do bumble yeah he wants to have like control right away with what they're talking about because there's no like but that could be way. a bad thing though because you know it's murray's a drunk you know i was gonna say there's no organic way for him to bring up that you know he's spending i have never seen him plus. sober like once like and he's your neighbor like i I don't see him as often as you do, but every time I've seen him, he's been trashed. Is, is Disney Plus his favorite year. streaming service? He loves Disney Plus. Because he can, like, I think... 
Like when he was in college, he just watched all those like old like Disney cartoons. So we're talking like Bonkers, Quack Pack, Gargoyles, Mighty Ducks, and they're all on Disney. Yeah, he was talking about go- he was them. talking about Goof Troop outside. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's just pretend like we don't know that he's back because he comes in and he just interrupts the the recording every time we mm-hmm. we start talking and yeah, he gets out of hand. Yeah, but all Murray's side. But let's, uh, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, it's a big step for, for Mulan to release on, on Disney Plus, right? <laughs> How do we go from Mulan to Murray? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, with Mulan coming to Disney Plus, like, where, where do we see some other releases that we're going to, you know, premiere but obviously didn't? Do we see anything dropping on any of these other streaming services? Well, I think I wonder like if Disney Plus is going to take the initiative to continue with it, or if they're going to go like something like an HBO Max is going to move. Because I I think when you I think we talked about this, you'd said I definitely think Soul is something they might reserve for theaters, or maybe that's just I'd prefer to see it in theaters. But something like a Black Widow, mm-hmm. or like that like Jungle Cruise movie with The Rock and Emily Blunt, like those are things that if this is successful. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could be successful in that way. I, I think they're definitely gonna gonna start like kind of testing some stuff. I think they're gonna see how well Mulan does. Um, <laughs> I think it's gonna probably do really well. That's just my thought. I think it's gonna. I think yeah, do I think really so too. Well. And I think to be honest with you, my thing is like I think if there was ever a Marvel movie just to premiere on Disney Plus, it's Black Widow. Um, nothing against that movie, but I'm just saying like it doesn't have the same kind of feel as like something like Black Panther or, like, any of the Avengers movies has. This is just, like, a thought that I had the other day. They have all the stuff that was in production before the virus, and now no one's doing anything. So, like, what happens when they run out of stuff to to do? It's a great point, yeah. Well, I think that's, like, and we kind of talked about this. I think, like, Disney Plus is, like, struggling right now for, like, content. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, because I think by this, like, right around now is when I think we would have been getting the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. So they want their next show that could be their next, like, Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And it's maybe still going to be a month or two until that comes out. Yeah. They just need more Jeff Goldblum content on there, and they'll be fine. I I actually watched one or two episodes of that documentary. Was it good? It's it's okay. It's just kind of... Jeff Goldblum's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to capitalize on that. His whole, like, quirky kind of style i guess oh so. yeah yeah but uh now I, I think that's interesting though that you say you don't think soul is going to premiere on, on disney plus i just think it looks like visually really interesting and maybe that's i'd yeah. want to prefer i'd rather prefer to see it I, and, yeah and maybe and maybe it's because you know they've already like they didn't get their chance to have that real theatrical experience and yeah. make that money with onward mm-hmm. that is a good point and i'm also kind of looking at it as like i feel like that's like a prime like thanksgiving like really like i'd see right. really like releasing that around that time. well that's a movie that like if that's the thing is like these movies like when these movies do come out it'll be interesting to see what like even if it's like something that maybe wasn't going to make a ton of money in its original release like mm-hmm. when it is really safe to go back and people really you know, feel comfortable going back, which it might be for a long time. Mm-hmm. These movies will probably do really well, like no matter what they are. Yeah, yeah, people want to see them. I wonder how all the uh, the F fans are going to be when like they don't get their annual Fast and Furious movie. Mm-hmm. Like, was it Fast and Furious? Well, they have to like now twelve, I think. This one's I think nine. This is nine. And, nine. and seven was pretty good. I- I've seen them all. Five, six, and seven are all pretty good. Eight was not. Charlie's Theron. It, I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't that great. So, 
It might be losing some of their steam. You won't. I only saw you one of them. couldn't pay me enough money to go sit through any of those movies. I think they're garbage. I, you know, I, I've I've only seen one, but I will say what I hear a lot of people say is like they're at a like I hear the fifth one is really good. I've heard that's my favorite one. Um, is that the but, one right after Paul Walker died? No, no. he he died if like they yeah. they did a send off for his character at the end of seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fifth one was the first one with The Rock. Yeah, but I've heard it was like at this point they kind of know they're like the most like ridiculous thing and it's almost like you thought this last thing was you thought it was crazy that the rock was like kicking a torpedo in this last one we got magnet jet planes and stuff oh i I, you know i forgot the ninth. i forgot there was a trailer for the ninth because this is the one that's gonna have john cena yeah no that looked ridiculous with the car flying on the magnet what is he supposed to be like Vin Diesel's brother. Brother, I think so. It's just <laughs> stupid just because it's just going to be a setup yeah. for him as the villain. There's going to be a main villain that they fight and it's just going to set John Cena up to be in the next, you know, few movies. Did you, know you see did you see Bumblebee with John Cena? He was okay. I, I like that movie a lot. I thought he was he was okay and I didn't think he was too bad. I think the best I've seen him in is Blockers. I don't think he gets enough credit for that movie. <laughs> he was really funny in that movie. But it's one thing just to be talking about the money and, and the streaming and stuff like that. But like, what do you think like the future of like movie theaters is going to be? I think it's going to be this. Like, I I think, you know, I think different studios are probably going to attach themselves to different like streaming services, whether it be like Amazon or Hulu. I I don't really see it happening with Netflix just because they kind of release their own movies, and obviously Disney kind of has their own brand that they can release. I do think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be, all right, well, like, you can pay, like, a certain amount of money to see this new new movie coming out. I think that's long-term, though. I think that's, like, 10 years from now. Like, that's going to be the norm, 10, 20 years. But I, I do think, you know, movie theaters are going to start coming back at some point. I but... could totally see the streaming services, like, cracking deals with the, the big chain theaters. So mm-hmm. it's, like, uh, if you have HBO Max... And a, and a property that HBO Max owns premieres, let's say, like, the, the new Justice League movie. They made a sequel to the Justice League, and it, it said it's going to premiere. Mm-hmm. And you have your you just go to theater with your HBO Max account, mm-hmm. and you get you scan it, and you get to go see the viewing of it at the big theater. Mm-hmm. And then when you leave, like John said, when it releases to the public, it'll go right onto your account. Right, like it's unlocked or... So you're saying it's like you you see the movie first and then like you pretty much have you own that movie once it comes out, right? Yeah, but like you're paying for okay. your streaming services, but like that that it may be a little bit more, but you're paying to like, be able to go see a premiere if you want to get that content. Yeah, yeah, I, I can and, see and that on the big screen with the, the big spectacle and stuff like that. Yeah, I think you're probably right in that in a couple of years we're going to see. Le- I think in, over the years we're just going to see less and less theaters. But I still think for a film like an Avengers Endgame or these Fast and Furious movies or the Jurassic Park, whatever they are, those big event films, I think, are the ones that theaters are going to stick around for. Mm-hmm. And even if a lot of them close, I still feel like people are going to put a lot of their money behind them. But a lot of these smaller movies, comedies and rom-coms and things like that, animated movies, mm-hmm. they're probably going to more and more... They're not. You're not really going to see them in theaters. They're just going to go right to their respective like streaming service. Yeah, I really worry about like the local theater chains, like the the smaller ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of those ones that just play kind of those more like indie movies and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're they're really going to have a, a really difficult time. I think they already are having a difficult time. No, it's one thing that's coming back. Drive-ins. 
Like drive-in theaters. I'm seeing a lot of that. I mean, we really don't have too many in our area, but I am seeing a lot, you know, of stuff coming out for that. Well, I was reading that they, Walmart, of all people, like they're turning their parking lots into drive-in theaters at night after they close. That's cool. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I, I think the one up near us is, to, is mm. going to start doing that. That'd be cool. But yeah. I know that drive-ins is now a thing for concerts. Like, So everything's changing. Yeah. So like going to see a concert at, at a drive-in, which is pretty much just like a tailgate listening to music, which I... I'm kind of intrigued by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to kind of see different things play out like that. I have seen a lot of like pop-in concerts like that. Because happen. like, a, imagine that you go down to the Citizens Bank Park for a Phillies game, mm-hmm. and you're paying like forty bucks to to park. Yeah. What's why not charge it like seventy dollars, mm-hmm. and then the it's BYOB. Yeah. And just have a stage on a stage, and you just set your car. You yeah. know. Similar to like the the whole Mulan thing, it's like you know if I think for some of these concerts, I think I was seeing they're charging like 150 bucks, and you kind of like look at that and you're like, <gasps> but it's sort. I mean, you're paying that money anyway, you right? You get a car full of like four people, just you know, do that. But yeah, it brings the discussion like, what about even about sports too? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're sort of just kind of trucking along, you know, without the fans, right? Uh, you know what I will say though it, it's it's crazy for me to think that like of all sports I feel like baseball is the one that's getting hit the most by this COVID. What it started with the Marlins they're just reckless. Yeah. The NBA has done a fantastic job with the bubble. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much every team is like in their own hotel. They're not allowed to leave. They're like living in their right. hotel. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see? Did you ever see like the the digital fans that they have like on this in the background? I never seen the digital. It's ones, it's so. it's weird because I think you can like pay to join the zoom of the game so like people that are like waving and stuff like that like live in person it's kind of weird but the, the cutouts in the, in the baseball stands are pretty cool yeah, yeah and i think what's cool is that if you pay for it that money goes to charity yeah or yeah. it goes to like covid relief or something like that well I, I, we were just talking about it we were watching the phillies before this this podcast and i was saying how like the stands are starting to fill up with those you know the cutouts in yeah. cutouts more than like when i was watching it last week and there was only just like a few <laughs> So. The rest of the one was that like, the one pitcher was in black and white, like an old, an old, like, an old guy. They yeah. like came out like a textbook. Mm-hmm. Like what the hell? Yeah, and what, you know what? I I get the whole reason for like wearing a mask with the stand. I don't know if they're trying to make like a point, but like I don't really see the point for getting yeah, cut well, out. Yeah, well, you, you, it's like wearing a mask in your in your car. Yeah, that that's more dangerous than anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like why are you wearing a mask when you're driving in the car? Yeah, yeah, but but why know, why are you wearing a mask in a cutout picture of yourself? That You're that's covering even, like half your face than yeah. that. And... I guess at the end of the day, the money's going to charity, right? Right. Like you can make your cutout want to be like goofy, and it's look. It's a live sport on TV. I'm just happy that, that there's just going on. There's just there's on yeah. the sports back. Mm-hmm. Go Flyers! They're they're looking pretty good right now. Yeah, I think of all the in the, in the Stanley teams. Cup. I'm more yeah. excited about them than anything. Yeah, I'm glad to see that momentum go because they were playing so well earlier this year. Oh yeah, that, there's one team that that deserves like. A storybook ending it's the Flyers, in my opinion. Yeah. The Sixers don't deserve shit as long as Brett Brown's there. <laughs> hot take. He I, su- nah, it's not he a hot sucks. take. I feel like a lot of people agree. Brett Brown him. sucks. Yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate sports. Yeah. But this is we we're we're, we're gonna get into the groove with mm-hmm. talk about the theaters and, and the movies and stuff like that. So yeah. let's let's get back on track with that. Yeah. Um what else? Let me see what else I want to. You know, while we're figuring while we're figuring this out, I think this is a good time to take a break. Probably maybe get our beers refilled. Mm-hmm. So, 
Let's take, take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we'll continue the discussion. Pizzas from last night, though. We, uh, my parents came over. We, we watched the, the Phillies and Sixers games, though. I'll probably put some of that in the air fryer. You ever put pizza in the air fryer, Matt? No, is it good? It is. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, air fryer is awesome. I don't like, use the air fryer that much. I use it for, like, like chicken fingers, french fries, things like that. Uh, you, you can do anything in the air fryer. Like, uh, we, made, we made scrapple in it once. Oof. Sounds good. Some bacon. Yeah. But, yeah, you put a slice of pizza in there for, like, not even a minute, and tastes like brand new. I was going to say, you think you put pizza in the microwave, and it's just all gross. Yeah, putting pizza in the microwave sucks. Yeah, it's not good. It tastes like rubber. Yeah, yeah. I almost rather just eat it, like, not, uh, not even in the refrigerator, over, mm. over the microwave. Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah. This is supposed to be the beer review. What the hell are we doing? <laughs> now, would, would this so, beer pair well with that pizza? I don't, I don't know, because you know what? We are drinking the the double IPA coastal evacuation from Cape May Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm not really digging this. It, you know what I will say about this is, uh, you know, I think I kind of wish Peter Rabbit two premiered already because this beer is very hoppy. Dude, that's a bad pun. That was bad, dude. <laughs> But it's hoppy. It is, you know. Yes, it, it, this beer is really strong, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not really feeling it. I don't know. It's one of the one of the few beers that I'm not like really. I like it. It's a little more. It's a little strong. I definitely don't think it's something I would, you know, take a bunch of these to the beach or something like that. No, this I, this is definitely not, not a, yeah. a beer for for the beach. Yeah, but you know, I definitely think something you would try if you went to like Cape May Brewing Company. You can you know try there. You know, I'm gonna tell you. I, I think if you have a couple of these, I think you know you're definitely not just buying Mulan on Disney Plus. You're digging deep on that on demand. What's that supposed to mean? I, 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 I didn't know you were going we, with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, if we're gonna talk about Disney Plus, is Murray still have access to this account? Because I, I I keep seeing this this profile. He he, it's like his little thing where he loves changing his character. Right, every because day. the I I I looked up what some of them were. The last one on it was. Skeeter Bronson, which is just Adam Sandler, and it's just a picture of him in bedtime stories. But I, I've been I've been making notes of a lot of these different. Have you noticed all these different the characters he keeps picking when you go on? Like I said, the last one I saw was Kira from Atlantis. That was it. What was it that I saw one again? You know, I looked up these Reed Thimple, which is just Christopher Walken from Country Bears. Was his was his profile? That was one of them. It's Gribble from Mars Needs Moms. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, I mean, just obscure the, characters. Doctor Rupert Brooks, which again, Cisco Snow Dogs. He loves Snow Dog. He says Snow Dogs is his favorite Disney movie. Cuba Gooding Jr. in that. I, he likes the movie. Yeah. I, I just I can't believe that these are options you can pick for your your character. You can choose. Yeah. yeah. It was I I. You know, I heard him outside when I was coming in. You know, we talked about how we, how we we saw him. He's got a real thing for Emma Thompson's cat in, in Treasure Planet. I don't really question Murray's choices too much. I'm surprised you haven't like said anything yet because, like, I, I know he had like the the coat hangers like mm-hmm. across the wires. He was trying to tap your internet and stuff like that. He enjoys it. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, fault him for that. 
but his his profile is off my Netflix, so I think he's all about this Disney Plus stuff. But but yeah, guys, I'm I'm just not not really feel not really digging this. You I know like what? Know what? It's, know it's a big part of it too. It's it's it, it's super heavy, weighing in the eight percent alcohol. So it'll hit you. It will hit you. But let, let's dissect the can a little bit. Like, I like the look of the can. Yeah, it, it it's got the Cape May Brewing Company kind of feel to it, kind of rustic and yeah, they're definitely beachy. They go for that like light blue tint on the cans. Yeah, definitely yeah. The, the light tint, definitely. But the profile says, "Coastal evacuation." It's a phrase that's everywhere at the Jersey Shore. This West Coast style double IPA. You definitely taste the double IPA in this. Mm. Is as big and as bold as hurricane season itself. That's like I said earlier. That we just had a hurricane roll through here. Right. Yeah. With the centennial forward brazen blend of hops serving up hints of orange citrus. Do you guys taste the orange in this? I didn't. No, not at all. Honeydew too. Honeydew melon. What the hell's honeydew melon? It's the green melon that's always in like fruit salad and fruit trays yeah. oh it's time to evacuate are you prepared you know i i kind of want to evacuate myself from this can i'm just really maybe, not feeling it maybe they call it you know the evacuation because like obviously it's such a hard-hitting thing you know you're stressed out you got to evacuate hits you i i'm spitballing i don't know <laughs> I definitely think some of like the Cape May IPAs. I think those are like the Cape May IPA itself. I think I think I prefer that over this. But I don't know. I, I like this. Heavy. I didn't think it was too bad. I liked it too. So John, we got, we have a, a grading scale for our, our beers. One out of five brews. How many brews would you give this beer? Honestly, this I don't think this is one I'd have to run back and, and go have again. But if I saw it and I wanted something from Cape May, I'd definitely go for it. I think I'd maybe give it like a three and a half out of five where i'd go i'm giving it a four i'm gonna go with just a solid three on this okay. one all right but yeah 8% alcohol it's heavy beer uh definitely don't get behind the wheel if you're drinking this beer and please don't drink and drive we say it all the time it's the we're in a quarantine no yeah. one's supposed to be driving i don't think ubers are ubers even happening they are they are it's very limited but yeah they are yeah, but you you shouldn't be driving at all. Like you're supposed to be staying inside and yeah. social distancing. So just because I don't I like it doesn't mean that you you might not. So definitely go and grab a case a six pack of this. Kick your feet back. Watch Mulan when it comes out on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. September fourth, couple of weeks. Watch a Phillies game. You know, have just just have a good time with it. Yeah. yeah. Welcome back to Post Credit Brews with Matt and Dave. Okay, so, you know, I thought definitely one thing I wanted to hit on here and I thought would have been interesting to talk about is all the movies that, you know, would have come out and we already would have seen by now and some of them probably already even would have been on DVD and, and digital. Um, and the first the first two on my, are interesting here because they even already had premieres. Uh, so the first one I have is A Quiet Place Part 2. Highly anticipated. Yeah, people are excited for this one. Yeah, I I def I mean I th- I I think getting John Krasinski back, I think he wrote and directed it mm-hmm. and I think that was something they really were were pushing for, so Yeah. Uh, and I think the reviews for it were all pretty positive, mm-hmm. so I always forget he directed that for I mean he directed this one too, but like the first one too. Right. Kind of like he, he did a great job with that. I think it was his debut. Yeah. Yeah, as direct, a director. Directorial debut, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Now he just needs to uh, confirm that he's Mr. Fantastic. 
Right. They keep nodding around that. I, it's probably only a matter of time until he's confirmed as some kind of well, they, superhero. They, well, they confirmed that he's going to be, he is a Marvel product. He's going to be in something with Marvel. Right. He'll be in that, yeah. I that's, would, I mean. That's not the first movie he directed. He directed a movie before then. How was it? It was called The Hollers. Okay. I just looked it up. I never, I never, heard, it, never heard of it. Or yeah, it's an independent movie. But yeah, like first like big, big budget movie he's, he's directed. Yeah. But I was thinking like even like when I saw A Quiet Place, I mean, I can that's a movie I want to see in theaters. But I just remember sitting there and you just hear the air conditioner like going off. Like, you know, right. it's so quiet. <laughs> right. You know, when you're watching it and you were just like, you, you really kind of like focused on some of the smaller things, the air conditioning, just people moving in their seats. But you definitely get like a different, different perspective when you're seeing that in a theater versus at home. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned there's no dialogue. The fact that they were able to do everything with their their facial emotions and their their movements and stuff like that, and still put on what was a really great story, which is a really great achievement. Yeah, yeah. Very difficult to pull off, and I think they did a great job with it. Yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the next one on here is, again, we've already even talked about it a little bit. Mulan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see everything that happens with that. But that was definitely something I thought looked like it lended itself to, like, a theatrical experience. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Yeah, it looked pretty, like, epic. And then the next one, when you think about it, we were supposed to see this movie over two years ago. New Mutants. You know what? I, what I'm going to say is I don't think we have much to say about this one. I just think we can do an entire episode just based on like when this movie was supposed to release because it's had like five different release I mean, dates. I, right? I remember, yeah, I remember freshman year in my dorm at Millersville, getting back from classes and watching the trailer for this on like my like TV on the mm-hmm. YouTube app. Yeah, and that was like October 2017. Yeah, it's crazy. Like it's expecting to see this movie in April, I think, of 2018. Mm-hmm. So, I wonder yeah. if, especially now with the Marvel acquisition of Fox, mm-hmm. if this is going to change anything about that. Like, do you think they're just going to just scrape that and just go with their own plan, Marvel? You know, I, I was expecting when Comic-Con happened this, this past month, or back in July, um, I was expecting to see like them make an announcement like it's coming straight to Hulu. Or, um, I mean, the X-Men movies are all coming to, to Disney Plus now, or it's, like, coming straight to Disney Plus. Yeah. I just, I was, we were just looking at it. I think they're on there. Yeah, yeah. I think a, a good amount of them are. Pro- I don't know that all of them are. But, yeah. But this one, this one has a day. I think it's August 28th mm-hmm. is when they're saying it's going to come out, which I don't know it, that, I don't know how it can yeah. meet that. It, it's so interesting, though, to, to think about this movie, and we won't harp on it too much. But, like, you know, you look at a movie like The Crow, they've been trying to reboot that for the past, like, 15 years. And then a movie like New, but like that's never started filming. Versus a movie like New Mutants, where like, I mean, this movie, like a, a teaser trailer came out for it in October of 2017. You know, like it's crazy that it's just been kind of in limbo since then. But yeah, I it'll just be interesting when we finally get to see it. Um, anything else about New Mutants? No, not really. We spent I, a good I, amount of time. I kind of, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a good cast, but yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one I have on my list. Um, I don't even know if you guys had really heard about the movie. Yet. It's called Run, and it's by the director of that movie that came out like two years ago, Searching, 
uh, with like John Cho was in it. No. Um, he's kind of like an M. Night Shyamalan. Um, I don't even know if there's a trailer for this out yet or mm-hmm. not. But just because it was that director, I thought it looked interesting. Um, I never it's a thriller. Heard of it. Sarah Paulson's in it, I know. Okay. Um, but I, I definitely thought that, that was something that was on my radar. Like and we that. were already supposed to see it yeah. by now. The next one that I have here, I know it was coming out in April. Last James Bond movie with Daniel Craig, No Time to Die. Yeah. We we even got the, the Billie Eilish song for this, you know? Yeah, we I forgot about that. Yeah. Right. I always enjoyed the songs at the beginning of mm-hmm. the Bond movies. Me too. Yeah. Skyfall was probably the best song. It's a good one. I like the one in yeah. Casino Royale too. The Chris Cornell one. Yeah. yeah the I Chris like Cornell one, one. The one with Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys you know one wasn't bad either. Something. Yeah. 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 The, the one with Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. During? I like that one. People don't like that one. I don't one. really. Is that an- another that way one. to die or something. There. Another time yeah. to die. I was going through like. What was the Sam or what was it? Sam Smith was the one for Spectre. We don't talk about that. I didn't like that. Wasn't good. Yeah. I mean, I I'm not gonna lie. I was I was on Spotify the other day, and I was going through. There's a whole like playlist of like Bond songs. Cheryl Crow did a Bond song in the '90s. <laughs> I forget which one, but like, yeah. But no, yeah, No Time to Die. I was excited for this. You had you know Daniel Craig coming back for his last time, Carrie Fukunaga directing this, and then you had Rami Malek playing the bad guy. But you know, I think it had a lot of of things working in its favor, um, and it looked good. But like, I it's also coming off a of Spectre. I wasn't a fan of Spectre. So, Quantum of Solace was probably the worst one. I think definitely the worst. I don't think I've seen that one still. But yeah. Sky Skyfall is really good. I like that one. I like, I've seen I like a couple. Skyfall. I've, I've yeah. seen a couple of the early ones, and they're pretty I, good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've seen a couple of the early ones, and then my experience with James Bond has been the Daniel Craig ones. You know. Yeah. So who do you think would be your replacement for him if they were going to continue it? I think it's interesting, kind of before we mention any names, but I think a lot of people think the actress in the movie, I Lashana Lynch, I think she was in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think. I think apparently, like the rumor of the story is like she's taken over the role of Bond or something for him, mm-hmm. but it's like he has to come back or something to help in a mission. But I think a lot of people think it's going to be like a springboard for her to become Bond. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd be interested to see yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I always hear people saying like. James Bond is just kind of like a cover, you know? Yeah. Or like the 007 thing, so it's not really like a, a person necessarily, but it's just like a a title. I was yeah. hearing rumblings that they were going to try to get like a Eldris Elba kind of s kind of actor. I, yeah, I and heard him. I would have said, like, I'm, I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Eldris Elba as James Bond. Yeah. I think um, as long as like the rest of the characters are interesting and the movie's interesting, yeah. I don't really think it matters who's in that. Well, just as long as you know they can commit to the action and stuff. Yeah. What about the Gucci Bear? You think he play a good Bond? A, vi- a Bond villain, I think. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't. <laughs> a Bond villain. <laughs> he like definitely a, would. Like a, like a Dave Batista inspector. Yeah, like a small <laughs> role like that. Yeah. He's trying to play Bane. He keeps pushing to play Bane. That, yeah, yeah. Play for Bane. It's like bit roles. I mean, well, Marvel's kind of wasting Drax, I think. But yeah. I'm Bane. And I heard um, the wrestler of the Big Show wants to play Kingpin. I've seen that, yeah. I've seen a ton of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing with COVID. It's like all the headlines are... I'm, I think I'm reading more because of because of COVID. All these headlines and all these rumors and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I was just thinking? I'm sure he's going to be good as Penguin, Colin Farrell. But you know who would have been a great pet? Michael Stuhlberg. 
Yeah. He he would have been good. Mm-hmm. I it was just on the top of my head. <laughs> but I think the the kid that they they got to play Riddler would be a good penguin. Paul Dano. I always forget he's playing he probably Riddler. Done he's, it. he's a great Riddler. That's that's good casting. But I mean, there, Batman there have been photos, Colin Farrell. I think he looks all right. Looks I know good. they said yeah. they're doing like heavy prosthetics. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'll be good. Right. Uh, you know, I my thing with Colin Farrell is I think after True Detective season two, I've just kind of been like, what you know, it is what it is. And what movie we got next, at John? Uh, so the next one I have the next two are both Disney movies. Black Widow. We talked about like, it a little bit. Yeah, and I I stand what I said earlier. I think if there was ever a Marvel movie that should premiere on Disney Plus or any type of streamer, it's this. Which I think, regardless of Captain Marvel coming out, I feel like there's going to be so much backlash because it's gonna, the whole narrative is going to be why are you putting the like the female characters movie on the streaming or so you know. There could be some controversy. Uh, people there. are going to be happy to see it, I think, at first, and then you're going to hear those. Oh, you know, they wouldn't have done this for Thor. They wouldn't have done this for Captain America, or yeah. whatever. I could see that happen. If yeah. you if you haven't seen any of the the Marvel movies or anything with Black Widow, hit pause. Five, four, three, two, one. I don't care. If this movie goes straight to DVD at the and you find it at Walmart. She's dead. Why are we getting this? Nobody left. You know, it's I guess Ever. it's her whole <laughs> I, I guess it's the whole in between I think Civil War and Infinity War but Yeah. You know, I think this is one of those things where I think they realized like pretty you know, because Marvel always has that roadmap, like they're kinda of planning for the next five years. And I think, you know, since we saw her premiere in Iron Man two and from the Avengers, and I really think this probably started from Captain America winter soldier i think at some point somebody should have said like all right we probably should do a movie for her but they already had all these other movies planned they had like the rest of the you know thor ragnarok and they had black panther and ant-man and things like that that like i said i think they got to a point where they were like you know we probably should do a black widow movie and it was just it was too late you know well let's be honest though this was probably part of the deal to get her to come back just to play in civil wars i know that she was she wanted out Mm mm-hmm so they're probably, well, we'll get your movie if you, if you promise yeah. to come back and, and finish up what you were under contract for. Yeah, I mean, she's you always know? been a big actor. I mean, she had a really big year last year. She was nominated for two Oscars, so. Not for that movie she did where she was in China, right, with that, that naked body armor-looking movie? Ghost, Ghost in the Shell. Shell. Ghost in the Shell. That was like two, Jeez, three years dude. ago. I forgot about that. <laughs> Don't bring that up. <laughs> she no, won, she won for that, right? She probably won a Razzie for that. Uh. <laughs> But, but you know, I, I think something with her character is I think over those movies... Like, I, th- I thought she was kind of bland in, like, Iron Man 2. And then yeah. they gave her a little bit more to do in Avengers, and she kind of, like, grew as a character. And she kind of became, like, somewhat popular, you know? I think she became very popular in Winter Soldier. I think that's yeah. where she really... She was, like, that was her best. I think, <laughs> I yeah. think that's where she really... Mm-hmm. She was never my favorite, but I liked her a lot from that movie on. Yeah, yeah. Um. But, I, I really forgot about her when she's in the but, Iron Man movies. But I think that's a great point because you go from, you know, Winter Soldier that premiered in, in spring 2014 and then that fall, they had their whole, like, lineup for the next 
like six years. Yeah. And nowhere in that lineup was Black Widow mentioned. So I think it was one of those things where they already had it planned out and like there was no release for, for Black Widow. So They probably see it as like an easy way of transitioning. Because like, I mean, whatever movie, I mean, you, there was Spider-Man Far From Home, but I feel like that still kind of felt like, like and that was still technically in Phase 3, I think yeah. they considered it. Mm-hmm. So like, I think Phase 4 ushering it with a character we know is smart. And from a lot of stuff I've read and heard, I think there is a lot in Black Widow that's gonna like be in future shows and movies. Translate, so it might yeah. be a little more important than than we we think maybe yeah, right now. Yeah, and I even think something like like Ant Man and the Wasp, like that wasn't in that original lineup that we were talking about. Yeah, but you know I think that served a purpose to really kind of like help usher in like Endgame. But, yeah. but I can understand why they they didn't really harp on on her Hawkeye as much. They're they're B level characters at, at best. Mm-hmm. Even in the comics, they're B-list characters, yeah. and I can understand why like the Hulk wasn't hasn't had a solo movie yet because I think right on the cusp of uh, the cinematic universe becoming a thing, Edward Norton had just dropped out of being the Hulk, mm-hmm. so their whole plan for the Hulk just went down the drain. So it was they kind of just made yeah. him a, a, a B-line character. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. There's a lot of like contractual stuff I think with Hulk, isn't there? Yeah, like Universal like owns most of his rights or something. Yeah, I think it's um, like I think it's if they. They can put Hulk in any Marvel movie they want, but I think it's if they want to make a solo Hulk movie, they have to do it with Universal. They really yeah. shot themselves in the foot when they almost filed for bankruptcy and they just started selling all their, their properties away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, back, that was back in like the 90s or, or something, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how they got rid of the X-Men, Spider-Man, Fantastic yeah. Four. Well, I mean, Disney's going to own everything in 10 years, so. <laughs> yeah. But. uh means Disney buy like Apple out. Yeah, I think I heard Apple wanted to buy Disney or something. I forget what it was. And then, like, the home button on your iPhone is going to have Mickey Mouse ears. Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I feel like Apple's doing pretty... Their streaming... I like their streaming service. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's hit I, or miss, but I think in terms of putting out new content... I mean, the things I've watched on there that are things I've wanted to see, so I've enjoyed them, but they were really good with putting out, like, consistent new content. I like The Morning Show. I like Defending Jacob. Their, the animated show in their Central Park is re, is really good, actually. Is it? Okay. The music's good in that. Yeah. Is there a show with Aaron Paul going to be on there? I think it's on there it's already. It's been on with there. Octavia I heard, Spencer. like, no one talk about it, yeah. It looked okay. Yeah. But, but Black Widow, though. <laughs> it's a good episode. Yeah, it's, um, this is good. This one, do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the, ne- the next is another Disney edits. Pixar's latest movie, uh, Soul. So I, the one movie I, I was really excited to see. Yeah, I'm really excited. To I'm see. really excited for this one too. I mean, take what happened with Onward, and it will probably be about the same kind of result. Mm-hmm. I think. I definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think if Pixar probably, if they probably could have only released one movie this year, Soul probably would have been the one they would have gone for because that just looks like the movie that's more like emotional and just more yeah. like philosophical i guess and i feel like those are the movies that great like it looked like their next inside out and, and i think not taking anything away from onward because i think that was a really that was a good movie yeah but I, I think definitely with soul and i know we've had conversations about this john where we've said we think pete doctor is like the i think he's the best director working at pixar mm-hmm. and you know like i said like even just the last trailer that came out for this i thought looked really cool Right, so and yeah. I, 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 it's all about timing too. So, like, when is this supposed to come out? Soul. It was supposed to come out 
a couple like almost like two months ago. I think it was June nineteenth. Yeah. And when are they plan on releasing it? Like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which great timing because of the fall. Mm. Everyone's gonna be inside a little bit colder. Yeah. They they can go one of two ways with this. They could either release it to everyone with a Disney Plus account for a weekend and then take it take it down and then re release it when they plan on it for the whole for everybody. So you get like the weekend like premiere. Yeah. Or you you pay more and then mm-hmm. you get it yourself. I, I think that's the route they're gonna go. I think this is like prime time, like Thanksgiving release, things like that. They could definitely like build up like because everyone's gonna be stuck inside with this virus. Mm-hmm. So, they, hey, there's hey, there's a new movie coming on Disney Plus tonight, so mm-hmm. everyone get around, get around, the, around the couch and, and yeah. maybe make a big spectacle of it. Yeah. I, I think the way to go is, is to let it out for everybody, mm-hmm. but take it down after a weekend. And and I see this premiering on Disney Plus before Black Widow. That's me. Really? But wow. Yeah. I, I'd say... So I think the the other the other Disney movie I have on here I I can't imagine you guys have much you want to say about it, is the 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 Rock movie Jungle Cruise. Looked interesting. Yeah, it looked yeah. okay. I I like Emily Blunt. I like the Rock. Yeah. yeah. I feel like and if you're if we're not including New Mutants in this conversation, mm-hmm. I think because I guess that's technically Disney. But I feel like the if Disney was going to put any movie on their streaming service, I probably would have said it would have been Jungle Cruise. Mm-hmm. Then it would have gone Mulan. But I don't know. I think they probably. I think it's going to come down to which movie they think would make more money in theaters, and I think that comes down to probably Black Widow and Soul. Mm-hmm. And I think Soul would probably make more money. So I don't. I, I think unless Mulan is super, super successful, mm-hmm. I don't know which one they. Like, I think they would release Black Widow on Disney Plus first. You, you think Soul would make more money than Black Widow? Yeah, I think so. Wow. I mean, it does I, have Pixar attached? To I it, think. Though. I think. I think it probably. I like the Thanksgiving date just because mm-hmm. I, I. You know, I'd like to go and see that movie around that time. But I think if it. Had the song. I mean, that movie would probably still be in the top five, top ten right now if it was out in theaters. Soul. Like it was definitely top yeah. ten. Probably it would still be in. And those comic book, book and those comic book movies kind of have like their own little fan base too. Not really many people outside of like comic book fans actually watch mm-hmm. the comic book movies. And that's a good point too. And I'm trying to think of that where like I think everyone that would want to see Black Widow would see it that like first second weekend versus like Soul where that's more of a movie that would have legs throughout the entire yeah. summer. Well, I think the next so. question: Do you guys think Black Widow would make a billion dollars? No, I think it would. It would get somewhat close to it, but I don't think it would reach a billion. I, th- I think the yeah. idea of it being a female lead movie well, is, and especially with how people are being progressive with their their thoughts on gender equality and stuff like that it may may be a good yeah. a good test for it i think it's hard to consider because you got to consider last year captain marvel was a character we'd really not ever seen before that made a billion dollars mm-hmm. black widow is this character we've seen in so many so many movies yeah but it's you know i don't know i don't know if that would have made it if that would have made a billion dollars i think the biggest thing yeah. going for it is that that's the next big Marvel movie. I think what factors into it too is like Captain Marvel. That's like something new, and you're also expecting like, all right, like, well, what are we going to see in this? Like, are any other Avengers going to show up in it? Yeah. Versus Black Widow, where it's like, I, I mean, we know it's a prequel. We know, you know, pretty much what to expect from most of it. But you know, I think the casual movie fan doesn't really might not understand it, and they might be confused. Like, all right, why is she coming back in this? You know. Right. So. Hmm. All right, uh, and then the next movie I have on here, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for it, but I was looking for, I, I thought it looked really good. Is uh... 
And I've never even seen the originals, but it was like a reboot of Saul. It was called like Spiral with like yeah. Chris Rock, Samuel Jackson's in it. Mm-hmm. I was excited. I was really excited for it. It's supposed to come out like mid-May. Looked cool. Yeah. And I mean, I, I definitely and think, you know, him. I've only ever seen the first Saul. Okay. So, but this looked cool. I haven't seen any of the Saul movies. Yeah. I mean, it, it was interesting. I know it had a lot of like hype for it surrounding it just like chris rock i think he wrote it didn't i he? think he like pitched the idea and yeah. they were like oh you know we want to make this so yeah. it was something he was passionate about yeah so yeah it, it looked cool it definitely would have been interesting i think yeah yeah and uh you know the next one i have on here is another horror movie jordan peele was producing it and that's the uh, like candy man which mm-hmm. i'd never seen the original but again the trailer intrigued me. I liked the cast. What's his name? Yaya Abdul-Manteen. Yeah. I know was in it. Um, and it looked interesting. They actually had just announced that this director, this movie, mm-hmm. is going to direct the second Captain Marvel. So... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that means good things for this movie, or, you know, maybe they just wanted that voice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it definitely brought this movie to my radar again. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I was definitely looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the next one I have on here... Um, was in the heights which was like a musical mm. i know it's a musical lin-manuel miranda created and, yeah. and i i'd never seen about it i never really knew what it was about but mm. i thought the trailer looked interesting yeah and i think this was kind of his this is kind of his like claim to fame before hamilton obviously everyone yeah. knows him from hamilton it's getting this a lot was, of a lot of talk yeah as hamilton it, is in it's great i mean it's had crazy amount of hype for the past five five years or so um, but this was the play, the musical he did before Hamilton. And I feel like obviously that has, it's like fan base and, you know, everything kind of just skyrocketed after he did Hamilton. What I think is interesting though, is this movie was supposed to premiere the same day that Hamilton premiered on Disney plus June 26th. Really? Yeah. So. Was, I thought Hamilton was supposed to come out in theaters it, before it went to Disney plus. So it was supposed to come out in theaters next year. Okay. And then I guess they kind of... This was... From what I saw when I watched Hamilton on, on Disney Plus was... Um, it was already like a pre-recorded show. So the last run they did with the original cast uh, was back in like June 2016, I think it was. And that's the, that's what premiered on Disney Plus. So, I mean, this was already filmed like four four years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that, that would have made a crazy amount of money if it premiered in theaters obviously but you know i think disney kind of saw an opportunity to just release it straight to disney plus yeah so but yeah in the heights no definitely big i know anthony ramos who was in hamilton um yeah you know was a star in it and, and it was just one of those movies when i watched the trailer for it i remember it was like right before i came home mm-hmm. uh for christmas break it was one of those movies where like when you know obviously not even thinking about theaters being closed at this point because yeah coronavirus wasn't as much mm-hmm. of a thing at that time but i remember seeing and i was like oh that's going to be one of like the biggest movies of the summer would have made a lot of money um, i'm sure uh, yeah i yeah. think it would have been one of those that would have just ran in theaters mm-hmm. you know the whole season for a while um the next one i have on here uh, is wonder woman 2 hmm. which i think we would have seen early june i think was its original release date something like that yeah and I think it I, looks interesting. I, I excited. I was excited. To, I'm. I am excited to see it because at some point we will. I. Yeah. I think. I think she's one of the the finer points of the DC cinematic universe. Yeah, yeah, they've done really, really well with her character. I just wish they found a way to get everything back on track. You know. 
Yeah, it's very disappointing that we went from like that first Wonder Woman, which was was probably, in my opinion, I think that's the best DCEU movie. Yeah, um, that or Man of Steel. I you, think you went right to Justice League. Well, it's, it sounds like Batfleck might might be coming back. I'm, I'm hearing for reshoots for the, the oh, Snyder just, cut, oh, just right? for just for reshoots. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. But mm. well, well, let's see how successful that is. Maybe yeah. if it's successful, maybe. Mm. Maybe they talk. They got they got Henry Cavill to come back. I mean, yeah, yeah. But to to kind of jump back to the Wonder Woman, like I think with this movie, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, they're really kind of honing in on the whole like eighties vibe. Um, I'm really interested to see how Chris Pine's coming back. Kristen Wiig as Cheetah, I think, is really interesting casting. So <laughs> Cheetah, I don't know whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's like Wonder. Like I think Cheetah to Wonder Woman is like the Joker to Batman. You know, I think so. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. I, I, never, com- I, never I know. Really follow the comics. The vi- I know the villain in the first movie, Ares, was like one of her big like villains. Yeah, like I don't. Th- I think some. I mean, obviously, people kind of complain about the third act of Wonder Woman. Which was kind of a goofy. letdown in the, in the yeah. first one. I and that's thought. and that's I think is like that's one of her biggest villains. I I think you might be right. I think Cheetah might be like her counterpoint, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the next one I have on here is the, the Ryan Reynolds movie, uh, Free Guy, which it looked a lot like a Wreck It Ralph, like Lego movie mm. type, but I, I thought it looked good. I was curious. I, I was interested good. in this one. It's a very cool premise, I think. <laughs> so he, he's like an extra in a video game that like realizes that it kind of like the Truman Show, like he, like he realizes that he's. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. His own yeah. person. Yeah, that he can, like, kind of react. Um, kind of remind, like, if you're playing, like, Simpsons Hit and Run or something. I never played I, I never played Grand Theft Auto. Simpsons Hit and Run was a <laughs> great game. <laughs> like, my version of that was Simpsons Hit and Run. So it's, like, that random bystander that you just kind of, like, are, you know, you run over. You go and you, you, and you kick, like, yeah, you kick the old guy. Wins. Yeah. And he, like, flops on the ground like yeah. a soccer player. <laughs> that was always the worst Getting hit by, like, doing something funny like that and then getting hit by the cops is always the worst in yeah, that game. Yeah, You always had to get the cheats, though. I remember the cheats that I always did was the one where anything you hit blew up. Oh, that was a great right. one. And then the one where you could jump. One which of the, was kind of, like, useless. but there's... One of the most ridiculous things in that game was you could blow the car up and then drive it. Like, yeah. you could still, like, it was, like, left scratches on the road. But. I always hated the one mission where, like, you had to, like, you had to drive, like, a hearse, and you had to drive to, I guess, the plant or somewhere that, like that in, like, a certain amount of time. Yeah, yeah. It was so difficult. The, wor- I- the worst mission was the one of the last, because the Halloween at, at level with Homer was the hardest, like, level. Like, yeah. there's ten oh, missions. Yeah, yeah. The hardest mission was the one where you had the nuclear waste on the back of the car, and you couldn't hit anything because yeah. it, it would blow up. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask them, of all like, the characters you could play as, why did they throw a poo in there? Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I mean, I guess they needed a filler. I don't know, you know. Because you did a couple, it was, you played as everyone pretty much, right? Yeah, I think so. poo. Yeah. I think each of like, the family, I think, I think they each got two levels. You know whose level I liked a lot? And, like, she wasn't my favorite character. Lisa, I feel like yeah, that's really cool. Malibu. Was it, like, the boardwalk, yeah. right? She had a great, her Malibu car was pretty cool. I liked Bart's like rocket car. That mm-hmm. one was, I liked. Was Bart back where, where Homer and Marge's was? Where was Bart's level at? Bart's level was like the city. It was, just, it was yeah. like a, it was like the city. I yeah. don't know what it was called. I thought yeah, he used to go on the highway. I know Bart. Bart was on in Malibu. One, one. Mm-hmm. You were multiple levels with him. Yeah. I know Lisa's was that like board. What was it? Malibu or it whatever like, that like yeah. boardwalk. Because I think Homer and Marge's were just like it the was towns. Just the town. Yeah. I always love that one cut scene where it's like Bart goes up to like Mo 
and he's like, hey, Mo. He was like, he was like, Mo's just like, nah, you know, I, I can't serve you alcohol, Bart. And he's like, all right, I was just looking for some fireworks. He's just like, oh, hell yeah. Right. <laughs> How did we go on a hit and run? <laughs> I, well, I mean, I, I don't have much to say yeah. about this free guy movie. I, you like, know, I, I, a video game. One yeah. of the things I think that's interesting, and I think that'll set it apart from a movie like the Lego movie, is bringing in, like, it's. I'm pretty sure it's PG-13, but bringing in that, like, kind of humor. And it has a pretty good supporting cast. I know, like, Taika Waititi's in it. Yeah, so, yeah. definitely other comedy aside from Ryan Reynolds. And mm-hmm. I know he said he hadn't been this excited by a script since he saw the script for Deadpool. So, oh, I, wow. I think that that's pretty telling. That's big. Yeah. yeah. He was... I still gotta see, um... Uh, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. It's okay. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it was kind of cool seeing the pokemon like that but mm-hmm. the movie itself i wasn't crazy about or wild yeah you know. oh. um so the next movie there's only a few left here ghostbusters afterlife which was i know the the kid finn wolfhard i think from stranger things is in it carrie coon mm-hmm. i like the trailer for it Carrie Coon's really, really good. good. It's got Paul Rudd. She's good in everything she does. Right. I yeah. think I think it's like Carrie a Coon's lot great. of rumor Paul Rudd's like the villain in it or something. Oh, but really? I think I, yeah I think maybe. Hmm. Um, but I think the big the big thing is that she's like uh, Egon, who's Harold Ramis. Like she's his daughter, and mm-hmm. these are like his grandkids. Like, yeah. Is what the movie is like going for. Carrie yeah. Coon's best role is probably Gone Girl, in my opinion. She's good in Gone Girl. She's she's really good in Leftovers too. Yeah, she's really. I good liked her in Fargo. Yeah. That's right. I Fargo. forgot she's in Fargo. Yeah. Well, speaking of Fargo, like the new season of Fargo, is it, do you think that's going to get changed because of the tra- I think it filmed eight of its ten episodes, oh, which kind of sucks because that, I would have loved to have been able to have that show when right. this was all going on. That would have been cool, selfishly, yeah. but yeah, yeah, it looked like a good season too. Speaking of Chris Rock, right? Yeah. Oh, and then the next, I don't know what much you guys have to say about the show, but. They're doing a movie for Bob's Burgers. That was supposed to come out in July. Bob's Burgers is really funny. It's funny, yeah. It's, I've been watching I it on Hulu. I haven't seen a single really Bob's fun. Burgers. You, you, would, you would like Bob's Burgers, dude. <laughs> it, really, it really, and it's, you know, it's consistent. It's not like I've, you know, I'm, I'm six seasons in, and it's not like I've watched the first, like, you know, three, and it's, you know, it's lingered off. There's always those episodes that are that are really, really funny. You're big on, you're big on Kane the Hill now. Yeah, well, I watched that last summer. Yeah, I put them in my Instagram story a lot. King of the yeah. Hill is good, yeah. King of the Hill might be, I think, of all the animated comedies, I think that might be my favorite. Well, it's definitely, like, yeah. I like Family Guy a lot. Mm-hmm. As I said, Bob's Burgers is, like, a cross between, like, Simpsons and Family Guy, because, like, they do a little more of the edgy humor than Simpsons will, mm-hmm. but, like, it always goes back to the fact that it's, like, a family, like, show. Yeah, so, King of the Hill always had that, that like dryness, that dry humor. Yeah, Greg Daniels. That I don't know what it is. Some, mm-hmm. There's a lot of things about The Simpsons that just, just doesn't really get to me that much. I like The Simpsons a lot. That yeah, early season. I mean, I haven't watched the early it in a stuff's long time. good. Early, early seasons though, are yeah. great. Is it still the longest running show on TV? Yeah, yeah. It's just funny that they never age. They don't age. <laughs> it's timeless. Um, and then the next one on here is a big one, and we even hit on it a little bit. It's Tenet. I think we would have seen that like two or three weeks ago by this point. Yeah. I, you know what? I've just seen, like, I've been really excited to see this movie, but I've also just seen so much coverage for it. I feel like that's kind of 
made me want to see it like less and less it's just like is tenic like that's the big thing this summer is tenic going to release is it going to release is it going to release mm-hmm. um and i think you know like we said we talked about it earlier where like september 3rd they're kind of eyeing that as the date for it but um yeah i mean i you know i new christopher nolan movie i know i brought this up in my batman begins review um online for this but you know christopher nolan's one of those directors where um you know, it doesn't need to be a franchise. Like, he can just pitch an idea, and, like, a studio's given him a ton of money. Mostly Warner Brothers. Right. To make whatever movie he wants to make. And I think that's probably why he's gotten so much leeway with this movie, because, I mean, the date just gets, like, pushed back a week or a few days, and it's, like, continually... There's nothing saying, like, all right, like, you know, we'll put this out for, you know, premium mm-hmm. VOD or anything like that. It's no, like, this is going to be theatrical, which yeah. it probably needs to be. I mean, mm-hmm. I think you get that sense from the, the trailer... Yeah, yeah. I wonder if this will surprise as much as, like, The Kingsman did, did for me. I really wasn't expecting much from The Kingsman when it came out, but that was a great movie. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think people are kind of expecting a really good movie with this, with, with Christopher Nolan being right. attached to it. Pattinson. Um, yeah, Robert Pattinson in it, John David Washington. Um, I, think but, Mo, I think Michael Caine's supposed to be casted in it, right? Michael Caine's in it, yeah. I think Kenneth Brown is, like, the bad guy. Um but yeah, I mean, we'll kind of see. Like I said, like this is their main main movie. Everyone's kind of talking about for for the summer. Um, you know, I think it's probably going to be very similar to like an Inception, where it's sort of like you're not trying to figure out what's happening throughout the entire movie. I'm still trying yeah. to figure out what's going on in Inception, and it's yeah. been it's been ten years. Ten year anniversary. Yeah. Well, that's. I think the whole thing is like if you look at the title, like the film, and I've mentioned this probably before. Like, it's the same exact way spelled backwards. Mm-hmm. And I think you get that sense of the trailer of, like, something that, like, you know, happens in the future already, like, preceding you when you get somewhere. So, I, the movie's going to be definitely, like, an Inception-like feel, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, it's uh, just two movies left that I have. And the one... This is the latest Wes Anderson movie, The French Dispatch. I think we would have seen that by now, but... yeah. Be interesting to see whenever that comes out. It's, a, it's a, probably going to be a big Oscar contender, I'm yeah. sure. It's interesting to see kind of how, like, looking at 20th Century Fox now, or even Fox Searchlight. I forget what, like, did Disney even change that name? I think it's like 20th Century Studios, or that's the thing okay. you got. Like, this is technically like a Disney, like, yeah, it falls under the yeah. Disney banner now. Because it was interesting, because I remember I saw an article, maybe came out like a month, month and a half ago, where it was talking and it was saying, like, Disney pushes back. You know, all these, like, takes these movies off, like, their radar completely, and they included the French Dispatch in that. Um, and you kind of have to take a step back, and you're like, wait, wasn't that a French, or, or a Fox Searchlight yeah. movie? And then you're like, all right, well, like, Disney owns that now. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, this is a cast. I'm trying to think of who's in this. Like, it, I think I saw, like, uh, you know, Timothy Chalamet. Um, Elizabeth Moss, I believe, is okay. in Okay, yeah. I, I'm not a big Wes Anderson fan, at least his more recent stuff. I feel like uh, he's... Grand Budapest Hotel's good. I like that one. Yeah. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. Fantastic Mr. Fox is one of my favorite. That one's like, good. I mean, I just a good movie in either. general. You, that, Fantastic Mr. Movie. Fox? You would, you would like that. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I have not seen that yet. Yeah. His humor, like his... I don't know. His whole, like, humor type stuff is kind of... <laughs> I think it's an acquired out, taste. Maybe at this yeah. point. I could see that. I think, yeah. Um... And then the last one to hit on, it's kind of a weak one to end on, because I'm not that excited for it, but is it? Jared Leto's Morbius. Yeah. I, I don't like the... I didn't think the trailer for it looks that great, but... 
very, very forgettable. Mm-hmm. I and mean, we talked about this in the last episode. Like, if it's not connected to like your your favorite version of Spider-Man, like, what's the point of even seeing it then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did bring it up. Although, yeah. I said the same thing about Joker, and I love that Joker movie with Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix. It was good. So yeah. Well, that's the thing I think that's tricky when you make movies like this is. I think you have to consider, like, the three of us are not just, like, an average fan. Like, you know, we go to these movies a lot, and we read up about these kinds of posts. An average fan's going to see this movie, see that it's a Marvel movie, or, you know, Sony, Marvel. And, and they maybe don't even know, you know, the whole Sony connection, but they're going to see it and think, you know, where's Tom Holland? Where's Spider-Man? You know, yeah. where, where's, you know, Iron Man? They're, they're going to think these things. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think the studio definitely plays up on that, too. Where they're thinking like, all right, well, like not everyone is so well versed in in what this movie's actually about, or like what universe this movie's in. They definitely want to try to get it. Like, I go back to Venom. Mm-hmm. I don't think they mentioned anything about like the Marvel universe or anything like that. Like in that movie, it was just about this guy that got bit by something and it overtook him and he turned into this thing. And yeah, like I think yeah. any at least for, I think anyone that did not know what Venom was mm-hmm. can go and see that and just like. That's a this is a weird movie, but I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. I, and that makes me think like I feel like more people would know who Venom is though, you know, versus like Morbius where yeah. Well, Venom's know, I, Venom's I, so iconic yet, and they no one really knows who Morbius is. A real fan will yeah. Like honestly, I, I forgot about Morbius until he was one of the villains in the Spider-Man Three video game. Yeah, it's the last time I ever, I, I think I saw him. Yeah. Anything. Was he really? Yeah. Was he in that? Okay. And, and I'm trying to think, like, even, I can't imagine, like, I just don't see Jared Leto being able to carry a movie that well, you know? Um, and I think, like, he's, it's you know, valid. he's an Oscar winner, obviously, but, like, I still don't think he he has that presence. It's, but, like, know. you mean just, like, a movie in general or, like, a like a comic book movie? I think, like, a, a movie, like, like I don't think like Jared Leto is pulling people in to see this movie. Yeah, okay, I, yeah, I agree. Versus, like, Tom, like, obviously Tom Hardy had the venom to him, but I think... If people saw it was a Tom Hardy movie, they would be more willing to see it then versus if it was like a Jared Leto movie. If it was A-list character with Jared Leto, then maybe, maybe people exactly, would, yeah. would be mm-hmm. like Dallas Buyers Club. But if if McConaughey wasn't in, I wasn't seeing it. I saw the movie because McConaughey was in it. Yeah, yeah, not mm-hmm. because Jared Leto. Was and in that it. was like right like around the time when True Detective first came out. Mm-hmm. So you saying that, are you saying that you didn't see that movie for Rayon? No. No, no, dude, no, I did not. <laughs> they both gave good performances in that. Let's get they that both won Oscars. Soundboy for Rayon. <laughs> <laughs> you sound yourself again. <laughs> uh, is that are those all all the movies we got, John? Yeah, it's just about the whole list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'm sure there's a few that got left off, but there, I went through and those were like the biggest ones I saw. That like. You know, if everything was normal right now, yeah. you know, we were in that state of normalcy that we were in a few months back, there's the movies that we would have gotten. And I think everything that we probably would have seen in theaters and reviewed, we've, you know, we've already done. We, you know, we talked about Palm Springs, we talked about King of Staten Island. Right. Um, you know, we and did a review for Old Guard, things like that, right? You know, I, that's, one thing I want to ask is like, the, your guy's favorite movie this year, has it been something you've seen in theaters or was it something you rented or watched on streaming? Because personally, my favorite movie I've seen this year was Palm Springs and that's something I don't even think I would have gone to see in theaters. That was just on Hulu. I gotta go with The King of Staten Island. At least so far. That was so my far. favorite this year yeah. too. Yeah. So, I guess it would have been in theaters, but 
Yeah, I might, I might put Onward up there too. Onward, yeah, I'd like Onward and the yeah. Invisible Man. They're probably behind that. For no, me. I was given in that too, and then um, the Way Back. I think I definitely would have like thrown up there too. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. thought Birds of Prey was all right, and that was good. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I, I was thinking of the Way Back the other day, and like. I don't know why I always come into this, but, like, I, I feel like that is such a, like, a relatable thing where, like, you have some guy come in. Like, imagine, like, you playing a sport when you were in, like, high school or middle school. You have a coach come in. He's really good. He does a great job. And then he just, like, unexpectedly leaves. <laughs> and you're wondering, like, what happened? What happened? It's like, he's just got a drinking problem. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, I could really like. Could you see that happening in CYO or something? <laughs> oh yeah, CYO, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it did happen. <laughs> no, it didn't happen. But damn, we we touched on a lot of stuff today. I, yeah. I feel like we did. Like, I think every movie we talked about, like we probably would have done like a review. Like, I, I yeah, they all definitely would have had some content, whether that have been on the blog or we would have done an episode, but. Pretty much, I think everything I rattled off on that list, probably at least like eighty percent of it would have gotten an episode. I yeah. would think. Yeah. My wild kind of thinking made that we haven't been able to go see all this stuff yet. But I, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't saved a lot of money. Like, yeah. Just, like not going out and doing stuff, like for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, let's just think. Like, if even just individual tickets, like for all those movies, that's probably close to like three hundred some dollars. Yeah, maybe more, like a thirteen dollars ticket. And you guys know, I I buy the large popcorn every time I go to the movie yeah. theater. So that's an extra like eight nine dollars. I'm not gonna lie though. I think we always tried to be like conscientious and like we would go to like a matinee at like AMC. Yeah, or you could like, go for, like six bucks, like like certain. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I kind of enjoy going on like Saturday mornings. Yeah, I like yeah, seeing yeah. movies in mornings. Being, I know, being right? hungover, like I don't want to do anything, mm-hmm. but I also just want to just get out. But there were some movies, like I think something like. Uh, like Black Widow, I would have wanted to see on like a Saturday night, not on like a Saturday yeah. morning, you know. Mm-hmm. But we touched base on a lot of stuff. This was, I kind of enjoyed this episode because we really, like I said, we didn't go in with this with a plan. Mm-hmm. We kind of just let this, let the whole thing just ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We I say every time we close out, check out our social media. We're we're active on there: mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If you guys, if you want us to review anything. If you want to talk about anything, or if you want to come on and come on and talk with us, just shoot us a DM. We'd be more than happy to have you come on. Yeah, yeah. But with that being said, this is Post Credit Brews. I'm Dave. I'm Matt. And I'm John. And thanks for listening. <laughs>